the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Bible Line with Dr. Ralph Yankee Arnold, pastor of Calvary Community Church in Tampa, Florida, clearly declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ through the radio and the internet. Your regular prayers and monthly support make it possible for Bible Line to continue on the air. You can reach us toll free at 1 800 576 3771. Online donations may be made by clicking on the donations link on the BibleLineMinistries.org homepage. We pray that you will enjoy our commitment to the clear gospel of Jesus Christ and that today's concluding message of this teaching will be a blessing to you and your family. Peter was a church splitter. Did you know that? Just look what he says here in Galatians in chapter 2. And look in verse 9. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship, that we should go unto the heathen, and they unto the circumcision, you know, the Jews and Gentiles. Only they would that we should remember the poor, the same which I also was for to do. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face, because he was the first pope, and he should have never done that. Was Peter the first pope? No, but he did get a pop straight from this. That kind of reminds me when I was a kid growing up. I used to always eat these Rice Krispies. You know the Rice Krispies? Snap, crackle, and pop. Now that I'm in my 70s, that's all that happens is snap, crackle, and pop. Well, anyway, we'll move right along. But he says he was to be blamed. It means he was at fault. He did something that he shouldn't do. And so the apostle Paul takes Peter to task in front of everybody because what he was doing was compromising the truth of the gospel. And we'll get into that later. But these are uh, two personal chapters of dealing with the apostle Paul himself. Now, when you get into chapter 3, chapter 4, it gets along the lines of doctrinal. There's two doctrinal chapters here. And so you'll find out in chapter 3 when he talks about how did you begin. Let's see there in verse 3. Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? So he's talking about how were you born and how were you born? And so if you go down through this chapter, it will explain a few things. But he lets you know you had to be redeemed and tell him that you are under the law. And Christ died to redeem you from the curse of the law. And so that's what the Lord teaches in his word. And that how the, you were under the law until you came to faith in Christ. But once you come to faith in Christ, you're no longer under the law. And you're free from the law. And the reason you're free from the law is simple. Because you're a dead man. Look what he says down here in verse 19 of chapter 2. When he says, for I through the law am dead to the law. That I might live unto God. See, the reason the law cannot condemn me in the future 
is because the law cannot condemn a dead person. Well, when did I die? When I accepted his death as my death, I died. And the law can never touch me. That's why there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ. I can never be condemned again. Shall not come into condemnation. Why? Because you've already died and paid for your sins. When you really understand that, it's a, a miraculous thing. So in chapter 3, he says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not believe the truth? He said, you started off believing the truth. Now, because you've had some Judaizers come in here and teach you some lies, you're falling for it. And he says, remember when I was there the first time? He says, you would have plucked out your own eyes and gave them to me because, he says, when he wrote this book, he says, see what large letters I've wrote with? Because we believe that I, Paul had probably eye trouble and uh, people were so sorry. For, they loved him to death and they would have given their own eyes. He says, where is this joy and happiness now? He says, am I your enemy because I tell you the truth? Well, they had a lot of things to learn, and he had to kind of slap them around a little bit. And so he did. And he lets them know that in these two chapters that are very doctrine, showing you about the, the law, and then if you look in chapter 4, he's talking to you about as a son, the law, and a son. And once you trust Christ as Savior, you're now a child of God. And so it's laid out in a way that's uh, very easy to follow, very easy to understand. But you'll notice there also in chapter 4, I want you to look at this. Look in verse 19. Because, you see, when you come out of the law and then you're born into God's family, uh, there is a birth. And it's amazing that in this chapter, it just so happens that it talks an awful lot about your birth. You see there in verse 19, my little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Because, you see, they've trusted the Lord as their Savior, but they weren't growing in the Lord. And so he wants Christ to be formed in them. See, after you trusted Christ as Savior, God wants to transform you into the way he is. And that's what he's talking about. Till Christ be formed in you. That is growing in the Lord. And that's what you're supposed to do. But you'll notice up there in uh, verse 22 where he says, For it is written that Abraham had two sons. So here you're going to have two sons, two births. One represents the law, flesh. One represents the spirit, the new birth. So there's two boys that are mentioned, two women that are mentioned, two births that are mentioned. And then he explains that in verse 28. See there in verse 28? Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But as then he that was, get this, born two times, it'll be mentioned here in this one verse, born after the flesh, that's your first birth, and that was born after the spirit, second birth. Two births, flesh, spirit. I had somebody just email me the other day. You can't prove one thing about what you said about there being uh, two natures, you have two natures, or that you've been born twice. You can't prove that anywhere in the Bible, or that we have an old nature. <laughs> Don't they read the Bible at all? I mean, take and put off the old man, put on the new man. That's found in the book of Colossians, also in the book of Ephesians. Where in the world are they getting off? They must be on another planet, but they don't know their Bible. But now notice, in that verse 29, but as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit. You got your first birth was a flesh birth, right? And then when you trusted Christ, you got your second birth, spirit birth. Which one persecutes the, the other? It is your old nature that's persecuting the new one. The new one doesn't have to do any persecute. It doesn't do it. 
But that's why you take those and you come straight across over there in chapter 5 and look in verse 15 and verse, or verse 16. You see, you're born in chapter 4. You're walking in chapter 5. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So chapter 5 and chapter 6 lets us have, you know, it's the production. What comes in your life as a result of what you say you believe. So it's very, you know, practical. Uh, something that we apply. And that's what God wants us to do. So you have first two chapters personal, next two chapters doctrinal, the next two chapters is the, the application of the knowledge. Now that you understand, it says walk. In the spirit. And then in chapter 6, all the things that we're supposed to do and praying and all those things that God wants us to do. So we do that. Now, let me just uh, mention this to you because it's good. You can label these simple chapters. There's only six little old chapters. But Paul told the truth in chapter 1 about the gospel. And he told the truth about the law in chapter 2. And he told the truth about grace in chapter 3, and he told the truth about the Son in chapter 4, he told the truth about growth in chapter 5, and he told the truth about God in chapter 6. But you can also take all six of those chapters and you can lay it out this way, because in chapter 1 it tells you where the gospel came from, the Lord himself, and who the gospel came through, the apostle Paul to us. Somebody allowed God to use them to bring the gospel to us. Everybody in here, if you know Christ is your Savior, the gospel got to you somehow. It had to come through somebody, somewhere, some way. And in chapter 3, who the gospel came to. And the child is born a son in chapter 4. The child stands and walks in chapter 5. The child runs in chapter 6. But these are simple little things to kind of keep in mind because you're studying one of the greatest books in the Bible, the book of Galatians. Now, take your Bible and look there in the book of Galatians chapter 1. The book of Galatians chapter 1. The apostle Paul was an apostle. Epo from, cello to send. He was sent personally by Jesus Christ himself. It means he saw him after his resurrection and personally sent by the Lord. God says he was an apostle and he was sent personally, by God. Now, we believe that, as Jesus told them, he says, um, as the Father hath sent me, even so send I you. Now, we have the Word of God, and as we read the Word of God, you'll hear some people say that uh, God has called me to preach. God's called me to go to this country or that country or this Indian tribe or wherever. Well, that's because as they read the Scriptures and they heard it, God's voice, and God called, and so they respond, and so I, I think God wants me to go here, God wants me to go there. When I was graduating from Florida Bible College, I didn't have a clue where I was going to go. All I know is I'm done. They said I'm done. <laughs> I think they were glad to get rid of me, because I used to ask a lot of questions. Oh, I'd ask a lot of questions, and one time Dr. Stanford, he says, you know, sometimes, Yankee, he says, you've got a piece of gold. He said, and then sometimes you got a piece of coal. <laughs> I thought, hmm, hmm. I knew he was trying to compliment me, maybe 50% of that. But I was always inquisitive. I always got to ask questions about how do I know this and how do I know that and can you prove this and so forth. And it used to drive Dr. Cameron up a wall. 
But he was always so gracious. He was always so gracious. And he was so full and jolly. If you just, you know, Jesus come out. I mean, when he prayed, he prayed scripture. When he talked, he talked scripture. He was just, he was one living Bible. But um, very great man. But here he said, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. So it's not to one church, it's all the churches in Galatia. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. They say that grace means a Greek greeting and peace is a Hebrew greeting, so it covers the whole base. So whether you're a Jew or Gentile, grace and peace be to all of you. And notice what he says in verse 4. Now, verse 4 is a very important verse. Who gave himself for our sins. Talking about Jesus Christ in the verse before. Who gave himself for our sins. Well, if he gave himself for my sins, to pay for my sins, why should I have to pay for my sins? You know, this is one of the things that catches most people that I witness to. If they catch what I'm saying, and I said, now let me tell you how I know that I have eternal life, how I know I'm going to heaven when I die, it's because I know that I cannot go to hell. And how come I cannot go to hell? Because I don't have any sins to pay for. You see, if Christ paid for all of my sins but one, guess what I got to do? I got to go to hell. Because he paid for all of them but one. That one is enough to do me in. If he paid for all of them but one, he didn't help me any at all. Because the only way that I can still pay for that one sin is I got to go to hell. So the reason I can't go to hell is I, he paid for all my sins. And people can't believe that he did it and that you can get away with trusting Christ as Savior and you don't have to earn it, you know, to keep it. That it's totally free. Now listen to this. Many churches don't mind you talking about being saved by grace. Amen, glory, hallelujah, and all that. Saved by grace. Faith alone, amen. They believe faith alone. Christ alone, Christ alone. There's a multitude of churches that say exactly the same thing. But when you say you believe in eternal security, that changes everything. When you say you believe in once saved, always saved, oh, man. I mean, the dust is going to settle for a while. And I have been so persecuted. I can say I believe in salvation by grace, justified by faith, and Christ alone, faith alone, and his glory alone, and all that. But that doesn't mean you're saved forever. You can still do this wrong and this wrong and this wrong, and you still got to turn from your sins. You got to take them, blah, blah, blah. Because they don't really believe those words. They say the same thing, but they don't mean the same thing. But when I say I believe in eternal security, that is so positive. It's the only way you can actually say, I know I'm going to heaven because I cannot go to hell. It is impossible for me to go to hell. I might deserve to go, and I do. But see, the majority in the Christian world, that's, those are fighting words. And they can't believe that you really are saying what you're saying. You trying to tell me that I can trust Christ as my Savior and live like the devil and still go to heaven when I die. I remember how many times Dr. Stanford used to always say, and this is what got him. And that's why he made it so clear that me and Hank and others and thousands of young men were so impressed by cause of the power of the gospel. Whenever he was talking and, uh, to this man, Clifton L. Fowler, at a Bible study in his home, and he said, he had explained it, and Ray says, are, are you trying to tell me that I trust Christ as my Savior who gave me eternal life, and I can know I'm going to heaven, and I can go out and live like I please and still go to heaven? 
I said, Cliff, that fellow looked at him with the kindest eyes. He says, that's a crude way to put it. But God loves you that much. Ray said, he pounded the table and says, that's for me. Because that's understanding. He did love me and he did pay for my sins. And it is by grace and that's why it's forever. If somebody says, well, it's, it's for a period of time. How can it be only for a period of time? How can you lose it? Well, because if you do something wrong, then you don't understand it. He paid for how many of my sins? All of them. And it's either forever that you're saved or you're not saved at all. Eternal security is not a separate doctrine in the gospel. It is the gospel. It is the gospel. And it's the best news. So he says here now, not only because of what Christ has done and paid for my sins, he says that he might deliver us from this, and you ought to underline this in your Bible, present evil world. Present evil world. So whenever you trusted Christ as your Savior, then yes, your sins are paid, and the Holy Spirit now indwells you. Now you'll see this in chapter 3 of the book of Galatians. Because it's to give you the power in your life to live for the Lord. And that's why he's talking about in chapter 5 about walking in the Spirit. And you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Why? Because you've got the lust of the flesh. Everybody does. Everybody stumbles and falls and all the rest of it. But God's desire is for his children to walk upright and to live a holy, godly life. That's what he wants. Now, get what he says in verse 6. In verse 6, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, into another gospel, which is not another. In other words, I am amazed that you are so soon removed. In other words, he had won them to Christ. They were grounded. He left, here come Judaizers, and gave them a false message, and so quickly they were moved. You'd be surprised at how you can sit here at Calvary Community Church, and you can hear this grace message over and over and over again, but you can get mad at me for something or somebody else, and you can say, I'm going to go, and you go to another church. Can that happen? Well, of course it can. And you say, well, you know, they're not as clear, but they got better warm pads in the pew, the choir sounds better. Uh, their deacons are better looking. Uh, the pastor has hair. Uh, you know, you can find all kinds of good things to, and uh, just go on and on and on and on. Now, they're not as clear as, and next thing you know, you'll be changing your gospel stance. You will not stay clear. Sooner or later, after about two to two and a half, three years, you either have to compromise to stay there or split the church, or leave. You have to do one of those three things. You can't do no other. I've been doing this long enough, and I've watched. And at first, you're the knight in shining armor that's going to deliver their dead youth group, you know, and bring it to life, and you're going to do this, and blah, blah, blah. And you'll be surprised. There's not everybody has the clarity of the gospel. If they don't have the clarity of the gospel, they probably don't have the truth of the gospel. And can you believe in eternal security and still have a muddy message? Yes. This is what the book of Galatians will help clear up. So he says, I marvel that you're so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ into another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that would trouble you and pervert the gospel of Christ. He said, and though we or an angel from heaven preach unto you any other gospel than that we have preached unto you, let him be blessed, cursed. 
And then he says in verse 9 again, As we said before, so say I now again, If any man preach any other gospel unto you than ye have received, let him be accursed. That's what God says. So God does not put his stamp of approval upon everybody else's gospel. This gospel that we're talking about here is the one that Paul got straight from Jesus Christ himself, and we need to know exactly what it is. Don't you agree? And say, this is what we believe. And we really believe that salvation is by the grace of God. I'm going to start right there because there's a lot on these verses here from verse 6 down to verse 9 that I want to cover. But we'll do that in another message on another day. So look up here. And you that are watching by internet, I didn't know I was going to preach up a storm, but somebody told me right before church, we know a storm is coming. We want you to preach it away. Oh, man, which is the hardest? I just can't win regardless. This is you and me. And this wallet represents sin. We all have sin on us. Now, God loves us. Hates our sin, but he loves us. And because all of us have sinned, we're all condemned. We're all in the same boat. And this is our flesh birth when we're born into the world. And there's nothing we can do to save ourselves. But God wants us to go to heaven. And to go to heaven, we've got to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. We've all sinned. So we cannot save ourselves by our works. This hand represents Jesus Christ. He's the Lord God in the flesh. Came into the world because he loves us. He hates our sin because our sin separates us from him. So Jesus Christ, who had no sin, didn't have to die. But because he loved us, he took all the sin of all the world, paid for it on the cross, and came back from the dead. And the only thing he wanted us to do to go to heaven is to accept the payment he made for our sins. He made a payment. He was the payment. So that's why when you accept Christ, he is my payment for my sins. And the scars in his hands and in his feet is the proof of payment that, well, that's your receipt. And how long am I going to have this receipt? Forever. He said, I'll never leave you and never forsake you. He was my payment for how many of my sins? All of my sins. So the only reason I'm going to heaven today and the only reason I was going to heaven 58 years ago, it will be the same reason I go to heaven uh, 50 years from now if I should live that long. And it's all because he paid for my sins. And people hear this. That's why he said you cannot be justified except by faith, believing that what he did is sufficient. You see, if I believe this is sufficient, then I'm not going to try to earn my way to heaven. I'm not going to put myself under the law and try to be good enough and keep the law and do this. No, 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 no. I'm trusting what he did. And once I trust him, he gives me as a free gift everlasting life. Never cast me out never lose me. Best news in the world. Let's pray, shall we? With heads bowed and eyes closed, no one looking around. If you have never trusted Christ as your Savior, why not trust him right now? Just believe that when Christ died, he died for you. And by trusting him, he saves you, gives you eternal life, and he'll never cast you out and never lose you. If you're watching by internet, right where you are, on the screen it says, yes, I'll trust Christ as my Savior. If you've never done so, I pray that you would. You don't have to let us know. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to sign a card. And you don't even have to punch it on the computer. But trust Christ as your Savior. That you have to do. Father, we thank you again for your blessings. Thank you for this time together. And we thank you so much for bringing everyone together tonight and for giving us a good service this morning. And we do thank you, Lord, for Larry and for the ministry you've given him. And we pray, Lord, that uh, 
you'd help him to be a blessing to us and for us to be a blessing to him. Thank you for this day and all you've done for us in Christ's name. Amen. This is your invitation to join us for our third Sunday dinner held in the Florida Bible College of Tampa building on the Calvary Community Church campus. The dinner is a family-style covered dish dinner and a great way to showcase your favorite dish and pick up new recipes. Each month, you have the opportunity to invite your family and friends to join us for our Sunday morning service at 1030 and then stay for our third Sunday dinner immediately following at noon. Third Sundays at Calvary Community Church, where you'll be fed spiritually and physically. Thanks for joining us on Bible Line. If you are in the area, we welcome you to visit us. The address for Calvary Community Church is 4811 George Road, Tampa, Florida, 33634. And now, a closing thought from Pastor Arnold. Friend, one day it will happen. The trumpet will sound, and we will be changed, caught up to meet the Lord in the air. So live today and every day, believing that the Lord is coming soon, and just keep looking up. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump makes his first 2020 campaign appearance tonight in the battleground state of Wisconsin for a rally. The Badger State Rally coincides with a Democratic presidential debate tonight in neighboring Iowa. The House expected to vote Wednesday to send the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the Senate. Speaker Nancy Pelosi met privately today at the Capitol with her Democratic caucus to discuss the timetable. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell meets later with Republican senators on terms of the trial. The National Security Agency discovering a major security flaw in Microsoft's Windows 10 operating system that could allow hackers to intercept seemingly secure communications. The NSA tipped off Microsoft so that it can fix the system for everyone. The Dow is ahead 16 points, the Nasdaq down 27. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference in a disaster. When disaster strikes, you want to protect your whole family, including your pets. To help keep your family safe and help our best friends in their worst times, find tips at AmericanHumane.org. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura Story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. 
For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. There's a lot for investors to be optimistic about these days. We've been riding the longest and best stock market run since World War II. The S&P is up over 400% since March 2009. But what about you? Have your accounts more than quadrupled in the past decade? The truth is that most stock investors don't achieve the same performance as the overall market, leaving two-thirds of Americans still feeling like they'll have to work after retirement. So, who's profiting from all those massive gains? What would you do if you knew that the big banks and institutions tend not to follow the same advice they give you? And what if you could learn where they buy, sell, and make profit? Take the first step by signing up for a free introductory class with Online Trading Academy. You'll find out more about our patented investing strategy designed to help you trade with the skills and confidence of the pros. This year, put financial education on top of your New Year's resolution list. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class in your area and get our professional insider's kit just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It is to your advantage that I go away. In other words, Jesus is saying, you don't want me to stay here. You think you want me to stay here, but you don't want me to stay here. So it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send him to you. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. ...is a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. 
Bob Bernie Live. And I welcome you to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon. And those of you listening on Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM in Tampa, you are probably thinking, who is this guy and what has happened to our radio? Well, my name is Bob Bernie. I host Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, Ohio on AM 880 and 104.5 FM. And I have the privilege of uh, filling in from my buddy Bill Bunkley. Uh, Bill is under the weather just a little bit. We don't think it's anything serious, but uh, he's a little under the weather. And I am just wonderfully honored to be simulcasting today in Columbus, Ohio, and there in Tampa, Florida. So a welcome to all of our WRFD listeners and a special welcome to all of our Faith Talk listeners in Tampa. Now, my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. It works anywhere in the continental United States. certainly works here in Ohio. It works in Tampa, Florida. It works, well, it works anywhere in the continental United States, and I'd love to hear from our listeners. Again, uh, for those of you in Tampa, this is a number you're not accustomed to, but it will work. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Before we get into national news, I've got a little local news here in Ohio. Those of us in Ohio have been watching with great interest A story out of northern Ohio, Port Clinton. Young boy, 14 years old. Harley Dilly left for school on the morning of December 20th and has not been seen since. Parents absolutely frantic. Family, the entire community frantic. Over the weekend, uh, they organized extensive search parties. Uh, the, the, The first day... Uh, the parents were terribly upset because evidently he, he is a young man, 14 years old. He had gotten angry and went spend the night at a friend's house. But when he didn't come home or make contact, uh, they began to get more and more worried. Well, fast forward to last evening. We now tragically know what happened. His body was found in the chimney of an empty house across the street from his home. The house had been, it was boarded up. There was no one in it. Uh, They went around the house. They had dog sniffing and so forth and didn't think there was any reason to go in. When they did, they found his glasses and jacket next to a chimney And upon further investigation, well, let me read from the story. His body was found Monday evening in the chimney of an empty house across the street from where he lived. Uh, Officials, the uh, police chief in the area said we had no reason to believe anyone was in the house. Investigators found the young man's coat and glasses next to a brick chimney on the second floor before discovering his body caught in the chimney. Uh, Again, quoting from the police chief, this appears to be an accident. At this time, there does not appear to be any foul play expected. It appears 
Harley climbed an antenna tower to the roof and entered the chimney. Just a sad, tragic ending to a story that not only caught the attention of all of us here in Ohio, but it was a nationwide story. It was being reported on most of the national news over the weekend, yesterday, and again today. We now know that this young boy, 14 years old, for whatever reason, climbed up an antenna tower, got down into the chimney, probably trying to get into the house to stay warm. He got uh, stuck in the chimney and uh, and passed away. Just sad. Pray, of course, for um, his family. And then uh, my uh, Ohio listeners know about this story. We talked about it a couple of days ago. Uh, my wife and I are rabid Jeopardy fans. Yeah, we are. We admit it. Never watch it live. We record it, and then when we have an opportunity, we watch it. But it's it's rare that we miss it. We don't. We honestly don't watch hardly any broadcast TV. But Jeopardy is one of the programs that we have enjoyed for years. Well, a few days ago, uh, we were watching Jeopardy, and uh, the category that was uh, being discussed on the board was, where is this church? Mm -hmm. Well, the answer was, built in the 300s A.D., the Church of the Nativity. Well, immediately the contestants began pressing their buzzers, and the first person to buzz in said, Palestine! Alex Trebek said, "Mm, nope, sorry, wrong answer. The next contestant buzzed in and said, Israel. Well, that contestant got money. Well, immediately the Twitterverse exploded in controversy. Uh, Because of the controversy, who actually controls Bethlehem? Is it part of Palestine? Is it part of the Palestinian area? Are the are the Israelis, uh, you know, an occupying force in their own land, and so on and so on and so on and so on. And the the bizarre thing was, as the game progressed, the scores changed, but there was no explanation. Now, if you watch Jeopardy at all, it's not unusual. Uh, usually coming out of a commercial break, Alice Trebek will say, uh, our judges reconsidered your question or your, yeah, your question, not the answer. And uh, we have decided that actually it was um, correct and we're crediting your score. Didn't say anything. Scores changed, but they didn't say anything. Well, because of the controversy, The folks at Jeopardy, the producers, were bombarded with requests to make a comment. They refused until yesterday afternoon. And they have now apologized. Quote, in a Monday statement, the producers of the show apologized, saying that the clue was flawed. And now I'm quoting from the official statement from Jeopardy. In the process of taping this clue, built in the 300s A.D., the Church of the Nativity, we became aware that the clue was flawed as written and that determining an acceptable response would be problematic. But they aired it anyway. A little bit of double talk there. 
The show pointed out that it decided to void the clue altogether. But human error resulted in the question making it to the airwaves anyway. In accordance with the rules and in the interest of fairness, we voided the clue and threw it out. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want to talk about it. Folks, I don't know where you stand on this issue. Bethlehem is clearly under Palestinian control, but it is in Israel. It was the city of David who was the king of Israel. This is AM 880 WRFD and 104.5 FM. Life-changing radio. Hey, Bob Bernie here. Pack Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're a homeowner, I've got great news that could save you money. In response to rising home prices, federal housing officials have stepped in to help make mortgages more affordable. Here's how. Some mortgage loans with specific maximum amounts are backed by government agencies. And those borrowers receive lower interest rates because the government insures them. But now the government is expanding the limits of these types of loans by 10% or higher. So what does that mean for you? It means a lot of people with mortgages will now qualify for lower interest rates because of this government expansion. And they don't even know it. So how do you know if you qualify? easy. Just speak with one of our loan agents and ask if your mortgage now qualifies for a lower interest rate because of expanding loan limits. For a free quote, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-457-6947. That's 800-457-6947. 800-457-6947. Seniors, you want to save money on your car insurance? We'll answer yes, and you could pay less, maybe a lot less. Are you retired and no longer drive to work? Are you semi-retired, or do you telecommute and work some days from home? Does one of your cars go unused for several months? Answer yes, and you could pay less. You may be able to save a lot of money. If you're driving less, you could pay less on your auto insurance. You could save 5%, maybe 10%, 15%, or even more. How much will you save? To find out, call now. Speak with a licensed insurance agent. 1-800-308-0399. You could save hundreds of dollars a year. That's a lot of money. If you don't drive as much anymore, you could pay less on your auto insurance. You might save a little. You might save a lot. You could save hundreds of dollars a year. So call right now and find out just how much money you might be able to save. 1-800-308-0399. 1-800-308-0399. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Some hopeful signs have emerged in Iran in recent days after the government finally admitted, after lying about it for days, that it accidentally shot down a Ukrainian airliner, killing all 176 on board. Protesters took to the streets to demand the theocratic regime resign. Some even chanted death to the dictator, a nice change from the death to America and Israel chants we've heard in the past orchestrated by the regime. The Trump administration has sought to capitalize on the incident by attempting to drive a wedge between the people and their government. The president has warned Iranian 
leaders not to respond to the growing demonstrations with violence, but it's difficult to think of what he could do to stop them. Still, this is the most positive development in Iran since the dictatorship put down demonstrators following the last rigged election. Prior to the 1979 Islamic Revolution, Iran was tilting toward the West. The Persians have a rich history of art and culture, which has been suppressed by the Ayatollahs. Let's hope these demonstrations lead to the return of Persia to its roots and the end of Iran's state-sponsored terrorism. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Bill's under the weather today. So we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Welcome back to Bobberty Live, whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or whether you're listening in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM. I do my best to uh, update my listeners on stories we've talked about previously, and I realize our listeners in Florida, you have not heard me talk about it, but I'm sure that Bill Bunkley has discussed this case It was the uh, shooting at the Pensacola, Florida Naval Air Base where three American service members were killed. If you have not heard, Attorney General William Barr called a press conference yesterday afternoon to announce the results of a full investigation of the shooting, and it has been declared an act of terrorism. Terrorism. This case is so bizarre, folks. I'm not an expert on anything. Don't pretend to be, but how did this happen? The shooter was in the United States training at the Florida Naval Air Base. He was part of the Royal Saudi Arabian Air Force. He was a Royal Saudi Air Force cadet. I understand there is a large number of, well, there's always a large number of people from other countries training with our military, uh, our allies around the country. But but how was this 
young man not caught. Can I quote? Muhammad Saeed al-Shamarani regularly posted anti-American, anti-Israeli, and jihadi messages on social media. He did so just before his attack on the morning of December 6th when he proceeded to walk around shooting down unarmed victims in cold blood, Attorney General Barr said. What? This guy is in America on an American naval air base training with our soldiers to fly fighter jets with bombs and ammunition. And again, quote, he regularly posted anti-American, anti-Israeli, and jihadi messages on social media. How was this not discovered? And here, here is a part of the story. If you, if you were looking at my notes right now, I have in huge letters. Duh! And I quote, The attack raised concerns about how well foreign military students are screened. You think? (sighs) Mr. Barr and other Justice Department officials did not explain how the cadet's social media activity was missed during the vetting process to train at a U.S. military base. Now, again, I don't know what went on behind the scenes, and I'm not, I am anything but an expert on this. Don't claim to be an expert. But wouldn't you think that young men from a majority Muslim nation would be watched, would be monitored, Their social media would be monitored? Now think about this. It's tragic. He shot three American soldiers. Absolutely tragic. What if he had hidden his radicalism? We now know he was a radical Muslim. And by the way, about 20 others have been expelled from the country. We won't go into that. But what if he had hidden his radicalism just a little longer when he actually knew how to fly a fighter jet? Well, Bob, do you really think they would allow him to fly a plane filled with weapons? If he knows how to get into them, from what I understand, they don't have keys. It's just, what What if he had gone out to the flight line and hijacked a plane filled with weapons? Uh, the story goes on. However, the investigation uncovered evidence that 17 Saudi servicemen training at U.S. military bases shared jihadi or anti-American propaganda on social media. 17. I think I said 20. Pardon me. There was no indication that any of them was affiliated with terrorist activity or group. Fifteen, including some of those who spread the jihadi material, who spread it? 
on an American military base? Fifteen, including some of those who spread the jihadi material, were found to possess child pornography. Only one was found to have a significant number of images, the attorney general said. The U.S. attorneys reviewed each case and decided the evidence collected was not enough to trigger a federal prosecution. 21 cadets, ah, that's where I got the 20 from, 21 cadets from Saudi Arabia have been removed from training at U.S. bases and will be returned to their home country. Roughly 852 Saudi nationals are training with the U.S. military under a a cooperation agreement. (laughs) And this again, there's just so many things in the story. I just go, what? And I quote, the U.S. began scrutinizing the Saudi soldiers in the wake of the attack. What? They were not being scrutinized before? Oh, my goodness. Saudi Arabia has decided that the 21 cadets engaged in conduct unbecoming of an officer officer of the Saudi Royal Air Force and Royal Navy. The kingdom has promised to review each case under its military justice codes and criminal law. And, of course, we can trust them to take care of it. I, I just, you know, it's just, it's just one of those stories you just shake your head and go, with, with the threat of terrorism and what we know about radical Islam, how could this happen? Oh, my goodness. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, i got a special guest that I think you're going to want to get acquainted with. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live on AM 880 and 104.5 FM and Faith Talk 570 and 910 in Tampa. We'll be back. Bill Bunkley this is under the AM 880 WRFD and Bernie Live, originating at our sister station, WRFD 880 Columbus, Ohio. More with Bob Bernie. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump holds a political rally tonight while Democrats face off in their final debate before the Iowa caucuses. 
White House correspondent Greg Cluxton with that report. This evening's rally will mark the president's first 2020 appearance in the battleground state of Wisconsin. His selection of Milwaukee is no accident. The city will host the Democrats' national convention this summer. The Trump rally also comes on the same night that six Democratic hopefuls take to the debate stage in Des Moines. It's the last debate before the Iowa caucuses in three weeks. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at SRNews.com, the House expected to vote Wednesday to send the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the Senate. Speaker Nancy Pelosi met privately today at the Capitol with her Democratic caucus to discuss the timetable. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell meets later with Republican senators on terms of that trial. The House Minority Leader has put forth a bill to support protesters in Iran. Bernie Bennett has more from Capitol Hill. House Republican Leader Kevin McCarthy spoke on the House floor Tuesday about House Resolution 791, his resolution supporting the protesters in Iran. The Iranian protesters are showing incredible courage standing up to a government that kills and brutally silences its own people. The resolution also calls on the Iranian regime not to use force against its own people. We saw video footage of people putting their personal safety at risk so their fellow citizens and the countries of the world could know the truth about what was going on inside Iran. Bernie Bennett, Capitol Hill. The National Security Agency has discovered a major security flaw in Microsoft's Windows 10 operating system. It could allow hackers to intercept seemingly secure communications. The NSA tipped off Microsoft so it can fix the system. Microsoft has released a free software patch to fix it. The Dow is up 12 points, the NASDAQ down 24. This is SRN News. This is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, and we want to help your house feel more like a home with some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates have dropped so much that many Americans can reduce their rate. You may be able to save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% B or C this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. Impactful, amazing, intense, thought-provoking. That's how just a few students describe their experience since enrolling in the Tony Evans Training Center. The best part is, the Training Center is wherever you and your online connection are. Going beyond a Sunday sermon, these compelling Bible study courses take a much deeper look at Scripture, the Bible's writers, social issues of today, and so much more. Log on today to learn more at TonyEvansTraining.org. Does Islam encourage violence amongst its believers? SRN's Michael Harrington reports. The Pew Research Center has been asking Americans that question, and the country is evenly split. 48% of respondents think Islam is more likely than other faiths to encourage violent actions by its practitioners. 48% say it's not. 74% of white evangelical Protestants say yes, Islam encourages violence. And 55% of white mainline Protestants agree, as do 52% of Catholics. 66% of black Protestants disagree. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Egypt has reopened a historic synagogue in the Mediterranean coastal city of Alexandria after a years-long renovation. But only a handful of Jews remain from Egypt's once-thriving community. Egypt's Jews largely left more than 60 years ago amid the hostilities between Egypt and Israel. The current building dates roughly back to 1881. This is SRN News. 
Shooting victims in violence-plagued Baltimore are already adding up in 2020. A warm winter weekend in Maryland's largest city was marred by violence as more than a dozen people were shot and the city's leadership continued the struggle against deadly gun crime. On Saturday alone, 12 people were shot, five of them fatally. It marked the third time within the past month at least eight individuals were shot in a single day. Even for a city accustomed to hearing about shootings, Saturday came as a shock and a group of residents demanded change during a rally the following day. Rhonda Rockster reporting. A Maryland judge has sentenced a teenager to 50 years in prison for his role in the killing of a 14-year-old girl in a gang-related attack last year. Prosecutors have said that Jose Fuentes Ponce was part of a group of teens linked to the group MS-13. A co-defendant is set for sentencing in February. More details at SRNews.com. I'm John Scott. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. The reason it is important for God to keep this promise to Israel is it's our way of knowing that God is going to keep His promises to us as well. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020 for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Bill's under the weather today. So we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Again, welcome to Bobberty Live. This is the 4 o'clock hour of the program. And those of you listening in Tampa, Florida are wondering, who in the world is this on my radio? It's supposed to be Bill Bunkley. Well, Bill is under the weather today. My name is Bob Bernie. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Some of you may remember when I filled in for Bill in the, in the past but I uh, welcome our Columbus listeners on AM 880 and 104.5 FM. But I also have the privilege of welcoming our listeners to Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM in our wonderful Salem, Tampa cluster. So, uh, and of course, many of you are listening by streaming audio. Who knows where? Every corner of the earth. Wherever you may be listening, I welcome you. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh, If you want to know more about what we're talking about today, I would encourage you to uh, like us on Facebook, Bob Bernie Live, B-U-R-N-E-Y, and you have to add live on the end. And that'll uh, bring up our page and just simply hit like. Just about every story you and I will discuss today will be posted immediately there. And also on our Twitter feed, my handle on Twitter is at Bob Bernie Live. And once again, 
every story that we will uh, cover today will be posted there immediately. Uh, for your education, your entertainment, uh, to challenge you, and hopefully to inform you as as well. I have a, a very special guest in the studio. If you are not familiar with Heartbeat International, you need to be. Now, we are very fortunate that Heartbeat International is headquartered right here in Columbus, Ohio. They are the first and the largest uh, network of pregnancy centers in the world. And uh, the vice president of Heartbeat International, Cindy Boston, is in the studio with me. Cindy, welcome. Thank you so much. Our president would have come today from Heartbeat, but he's actually returning from Korea, South Korea today, where he's been investing in the pregnancy help world over in South Korea this last week. Did I speak the truth that Heartbeat International is the oldest and the largest? (laughs) Uh, All I can think of is conglomeration network of pregnancy centers in the world. That's right. Tell us us a little bit about the history of, of Heartbeat. It didn't begin as the world's largest. Started in a bedroom right. <laughs> here yeah. in Columbus yeah. by yeah. your founder. Yeah. But tell us a little bit yeah. about the history of Heartbeat International. Well, Heartbeat uh, began because people were concerned that um, women were alone. Babies were going to um, be terminated um, at will and that um, life was not being protected. And Mike and Peggy Hartshorn began uh, answering a phone line that they installed in their home, and and people up in Toledo um, began collaborating with others who were doing pregnancy help. And before you know it, um, they were bringing the groups who were doing pregnancy help in their little communities all together. They began doing conferences once a year. And from that point on, then Peggy was hired as the very first full-time director. She Her first desk was in a closet. Um, and, you know, <laughs> Peggy Hartshorn, Dr. Peggy Hartshorn, mm-hmm. who's a professor, um, she humbly put that desk in the closet and began working, writing curriculum, uh, putting together the best way that we can help women and men find the hope that they need to be able to consider pregnancy options beyond abortion. That is who Heartbeat is, and we're still living that mission today. We reach and we rescue as many lives as possible, and then we actually renew communities through this massive pregnancy help um, network where we're doing good work within each community, and that uh, resolves the problems within the community. We're fixing community problems through the Pregnancy Help Network in communities all over the the world, 2,700 and counting. Well, that was my next question. From a uh, phone line in a bedroom and an office in a closet, it has now become... <laughs> yes. The world's largest network of pregnancy centers in the world, yes. counting over 2,700. Mm-hmm. How many here in the United States? Here in the U.S., there's more than 1,650, I believe. So 1,650 centers. And we have a program where we're starting new pregnancy centers across the United States. It's called Life Launch. And we're launching the life-saving uh, organizations all over the U.S. So all kinds of amazing things happening at Heartbeat. Well, this is why I don't care where you live, Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, Los Angeles, California, Washington, D.C., if you are pro-life, 
And I'm being serious. You need to be acquainted with Heartbeat International. I'm going to make a very bold statement. There are many, many, many ways to fight the pro-life battle. There are sidewalk counselors, God bless them, all over the country who stand on the sidewalks outside of pregnancy centers and pray and counsel and so forth. There are hundreds of organizations on the front lines in the pro-life world. But there are more babies actually being saved, actually being saved through the network involved with Heartbeat International than anything else in the nation and anything else in the world. More, listen, let me repeat that. More babies are actually being saved through Heartbeat International and their wonderful network and the option line we'll talk about here in just a moment than any other organization, any other group on the planet. And that's why you need to know about Heartbeat International. Uh, Cindy, what is the website? Um, uh, for Heartbeat. For Heartbeat. It's heartbeatinternational.org. I hope you'll go there. Take a look at who Heartbeat is. You will be inspired by stories, by pictures of babies whose lives have been saved, and you will be inspired by what is actually happening, the magnitude in the, in the life issue. Every life is valuable. We know that when we save a baby, we save what represents the image of God. And that is the power of the Christian community, locking arms together, getting involved, praying, giving, volunteering. That's the heartbeat way. And we're the collaborator, uh, the, the largest in the world. And we're happy to be helping other folks put their passion to mission and help save those babies in communities well, all over the globe. Amen to that. And uh now, here on WFD, we are going to be asking for donations uh, very, very soon by the end of the week. Heartbeat International is worthy of your prayers, deserving of your support. And I'm going to ask every one of my listeners to go to WRFD, our website, which is the word Columbus.com. The word Columbus.com. The word Columbus.com and click on the Heartbeat International banner. The word Columbus.com, click on the Heartbeat International banner, and you're going to support Option Line. When we come back, we're going to tell you about the almost unbelievable work that Option Line is doing. I mean, it, it, is, it is almost unbelievable what is being accomplished. You're listening to Bobberty Live. We'll be right back. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. 
Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan. Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. When was the last time the owner of a heating and A.C. company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your A.C. trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. There's a lot for investors to be optimistic about these days. We've been writing the longest and best stock market run since World War II. The S&P is up over 400% since March 2009. But what about you? Have your accounts more than quadrupled in the past decade? The truth is that most stock investors don't achieve the same performance as the overall market, leaving two-thirds of Americans still feeling like they'll have to work after retirement. So, who's profiting from all those massive gains? What would you do if you knew that the big banks and institutions tend not to follow the same advice they give you? And what if you could learn where they buy, sell, and make profit? Take the first step by signing up for a free introductory class with Online Trading Academy. You'll find out more about our patented investing strategy designed to help you trade with the skills and confidence of the pros. This year, put financial education on top of your New Year's resolution list. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class in your area and get our professional insider's kit just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It is to your advantage that I go away. In other words, Jesus is saying, you don't want me to stay here. You think you want me to stay here, but you don't want me to stay here. So it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send him to you. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Hi, I'm Tony Dungeon. To be successful in football, you have to be able to read the plays. And to help children succeed, it's important that dads huddle up with their kids and read books. Research shows that reading together helps children develop their vocabulary, learn to think creatively, be better prepared for school, fall in love with reading, and best of all, fall deeper in love with you. For five ways to bond with your kids through reading, visit allprodad.com and start reading with them tonight. I'm Bill Bunkley, and this is something to think about. According to the Collins Institute, Florida's future is dim, gray, unattractive, and uninviting. Grim is the precise word they used. The Collins Institute, named after former Democratic Governor Leroy Collins, is located on the campus of Florida State University. The authors of this report are academics from the University of Florida. From their campus perspective, it seems the only way for Florida to have a bright future is to raise, raise, raise your taxes. That's right. They say in order for us to have a bright future, we must raise taxes to pay teachers more, raise gas taxes for more roads, raise the state sales tax, or better yet, impose a new state income tax. Without these new taxes, we're toast. 
But what do you think? Are things so bad ahead it's time to break out your wallet to avoid the Institute's Grim Reaper? I'm Bill Bunkley. And for more thought-provoking conversations, join me weekdays live from 4 to 6 for The Bill Bunkley Show on AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Bill's under the weather today. So we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. My guest is Cindy Boston with Heartbeat International. And I want you to know more about them. You can go to heartbeatinternational.com or go to the word and click on the option line banner. The word They are worthy of your support. They are deserving of your support. And I hope you will support them. Cindy, tell us about Option Line. I want it to come from you because I'm afraid if I tell people <laughs> what God is doing through Option Line, they'll go, eh, it's that Baptist preacher exaggerating again. <laughs> I mean, this, this, this can't be true. Yeah. How many babies can you actually uh, count as being saved from abortion every week that you can confirm. Yeah. Now, there are many others yeah. that you maybe, yeah. how many babies are being saved every single week the through numbers, the option line? The numbers are um, older. So I know it's higher than this, but more than 3,000 children live and come to life and are born as a result of the Pregnancy Health every Network. Every year, right? Every single year. That's exactly right. No. Yeah. Every no, single... every, every single week. Uh, I got you. Yeah, every single week. Yeah. See, see, if it, <laughs> see if it was 3,000 yeah. a year, yeah, people right. go, wow, that's great. Yeah. If it it's was 3,000 a, 3, a yeah. month, yeah. it'd be incredible. But we're yeah. talking 3,000 right. every week. It's amazing that we are able to reach that many women. Uh, just alone, Option Line is this wonderful 24-7. We're the only 24-7 pregnancy helpline that has direct access to the things that we have access to, including abortion pill rescue. And if they haven't heard of that, I can explain that we'll a little We'll get to later. that in just a yeah, moment. But Option Line is answering these phone calls. We have these live chats happening. And we're actually getting a lot of international calls now and contacts. Women are desperate to find out yeah. if there's hope for the future despite an unplanned pregnancy. A woman who d- who discovers she's pregnant, she's disturbed, she doesn't know what to yes. do, and she does a Google search mm-hmm. for uh, what do I do in, about an abortion? Right. Uh, what do I do about an unexpected pregnancy? Option line is going to pop up. That's exactly right. And our operator is going to be available. Our consultant will be available oh, wait a 24-7. Uh, 3 o'clock Christmas morning. Yes. In fact, Christmas Day was one of our highest days uh, on Christmas in record. Two o'clock uh, Easter morning. That's exactly right. That's 24 exactly hours right. a day, yeah. seven days a week, that's 365 exactly right. days mm-hmm. a year. A live person that's right. can be reached. Mm-hmm. How many calls do you get a day? We're getting more than 1,100 a day. Every day. Yeah, so 7,700 a week. You do My the math. Goodness. That's amazing. So so there's there's tens of thousands every month that are looking for help. Option line is there. These are people who are considering terminating. They're considering aborting a baby because they feel overwhelmed. They don't feel supported. They feel pressured by parents or boyfriend or other situations. And 
And it's as simple as answering a phone call or a, ch- a live chat on the computer. We can talk to her about what other options are available and what support systems are there in her and, own community. And even, okay, a woman at 3 o'clock in the morning yes. in Omaha, Nebraska, mm-hmm. she can't sleep. She's pregnant. She doesn't know yeah. what to do. She does a Google search. Option line comes up. She calls in Omaha, Nebraska. Someone here in Columbus, Ohio, answers the phone, sweetly talks to her, a a trained professional yes, talks right. to her and says, hey, there's a pregnancy center about mm-hmm. 20 minutes from your house. Would right. you like me to schedule an appointment on Tuesday morning? And That's they right. can actually schedule an appointment yes. at a pregnancy center close to their house. Oftentimes it's the same day. Can you go wow. ahead and go today at 3 o'clock? That's what happened. I ran a center in Springfield, Missouri for 20 years, yeah. and, and I would walk in, and we'd already have appointments set through the night by Option Line for our center in Springfield, Missouri. That's the beauty of Option Line. We're helping women where they are. They're in their bedrooms. They're, they're in their cars. They're texting from class or from the hallways in the school. They need help, and we are available and accessible. And, of course, you're getting millions of dollars in federal funding, so you don't need any <laughs> private funding, right? This is all underwritten. Yeah. Heartbeats Option Line is privately funded. We get wow. no government funding. We are able to reach these women on a, a mere pennies to the dollar. Um, it just costs $75 per to sponsor hour. an hour. $75 yeah. to keep Option Line right. up and running. That's right. And you're getting how many calls a day? We're getting 1,100 plus. Ah, goodness. Yes. All right. Folks, listen. They need your help. They deserve your help. The word Columbus.com. Click on the option line banner across the top. You'll see it. If it's not there, hit refresh. It'll pop up. The option line banner and give. $75 can take care of one entire hour of option line. Cindy, our time is, is going by very, very quickly. The Abortion Pill Rescue Network. I have in my hand a picture of Isaiah. I have a picture of Arrington. I have a picture of Tig. I have a picture of twins. All of these yes. were in the process of being aborted with a chemical abortion, correct? That's exactly The mother right. had taken the pill. That's right. It's a two-pill pack. She'd taken the first pill. And then what happened? And then they call us. They often take that first pill, go to the parking lot, and feel deep regret. Yeah. Search online. They find abortion pill rescue. Option line answers those phone calls, then connects them directly to a nurse, and we're able to get them the protocol that can potentially save their baby's life. 68% of the time, we can save the child's life. In fact, we had 16 saves over the weekend. 16 women started the protocol. Had Just healthy. this past weekend. This past weekend, we had 16 babies that were saved. S- and that's wait, on wait, top wait, wait. of all 16, the other calls. 16 women, women that had yes. already taken the pill. That's exactly right. The abortion right. was in process. The abortion was already started. They called option line. Yes. It was reversed and a baby saved. That's exactly right. My goodness. People can be a part of this for only $75 an hour. Or some may want to say, I'm going to sponsor a whole day, $1,800. Mm. I think we have some people out there that are going to want to do that. I, I, Saving lives is... Worth doing. Well, that's for sure. Thousands and thousands and thousands. 3,000 babies every week are being saved from abortion through Heartbeat International and the option line. The word Columbus.com is the address. The word Columbus.com. Click on the option line banner. Cindy, 
how can listeners here in Ohio and Florida and wherever they may be listening, how can they pray for you and the folks at uh, Heartbeat International? We're in a battle. The target is bigger than ever. Um, There are false reports being distributed dozens of them every single day about rescuing babies through Mm -hmm. the abortion pill rescue program. Pray that God will bring peace to our nation and pray that heartbeat is in the center of God's will as we literally snatch babies back from abortion that has already started. Pray for us to be anointed as we do that good work. Well, as I said, and this is a factual statement, There are many, many ways to fight the abortion battle. There are many, many ways to be on the front lines in the pro-life movement. More babies are actually being saved through Heartbeat International, their network of 2,700-plus pregnancy centers around the world, Option Line, the Abortion Pill Rescue Network. More babies are actually being saved than any other organization, any other method, that's not putting down others by no, any no. means. It's just a fact. If you care about life, if you care about the unborn, if you care about being pro-life, I hope you'll learn more about Heartbeat International. Heartbeat International, if you want to just learn more about the organization, heartbeatinternational.com. Dot org. Dot org. Pardon me. Dot org. <laughs> if you'd like to give, go to the word columbus.com and click on the option line banner it's quick it's easy it's secure and you can save some babies you can save a babies in ohio and florida absolutely it is a nationwide outreach worldwide outreach cindy Boston, vice president of heartbeat international thank you thank you and god bless thank you all right quick break we'll be back Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump holds a political rally tonight. This evening's rally will mark the president's first 2020 appearance in the battleground state of Wisconsin. And the House is expected to vote Wednesday to send the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the Senate. Amazon says it will allow its third-party sellers to start using FedEx's ground service again after banning them from using it for about a month during the busy holiday shopping season because FedEx purportedly wasn't delivering on time. Rising energy costs drove U.S. consumer prices higher in December. American workers' earnings couldn't keep up. The Labor Department says its consumer price index rose two-tenths percent last month. On Wall Street... Stocks finishing mixed today. The Dow gained 32 points. The Nasdaq down 22, and the S&P was off five. This is SRN News. This my name is Jared, and I'm a very dedicated listener. And you say so much good things on there that it helps me live my life. Celebrating 20 years of providing strength between Sundays. My name's Ed. First time God spoke to me, he had me turn this radio station on, and that's where I started learning to follow the Lord. And uh, it's just a powerful radio station, and uh, I really appreciate it. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. 
One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Have you ever used the excuse the devil made me do it? Well, you may be right. I'm Screwtape, demon extraordinaire and star of the Screwtape Letters, the wildly popular stage adaptation of the best-selling novel by C.S. Lewis. In it, I teach young Wormwood the art of temptation, a wickedly witty portrait of spiritual warfare and how demons like me influence your everyday life. But don't take my word for it. After all, why should you trust me? The Associated Press calls C.S. Lewis the Screw tape letters devilishly funny. Lewis's insights still resonate. Christianity Today says it's a profound experience, and the National Review calls it pure genius. See C.S. Lewis, The Screwtape Letters. Get your tickets today. The Screwtape Letters, January 18th and 19th at the Strass Center in Tampa. Get your tickets today with great deals for groups at ScrewtapeOnStage.com. That's ScrewtapeOnStage.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Hi, this is Terrence Howard. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer, but you can prevent this disease. If you're 50 or older, get screened. Please do everything that you can to stay around for yourself and for your family. Screening saves lives. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Late last year, the campus newspaper at Yale, the Yale Daily News, published an article highlighting the astounding lack of worldview diversity on America's college campuses today. Under the headline, Faculty Call for Ideological Diversity, the reporters highlighted four professors who made it clear Yale stifles political discourse. In other respects, Yale's made a push for demographic diversity, race, gender, sexual orientation, and the like. But when it comes to political diversity, there's virtually none. The numbers for universities in the Northeast are particularly startling. The ratio of liberal professors to conservatives is at least 28 to 1, according to the story. Perhaps the strangest element in all of this is that conservative and Christian parents continue to fight so hard to get their children into schools where the faculty is determined to undermine everything those parents believe and have taught their children. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Thanks for joining us here on Faith Talk 570 and 910 for the Bill Bunkley Show. Bill's under the weather today, so we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Bob Bernie Live. 
Welcome back to Bobberdine Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on AM 880, WRFD, and uh, 104.5 FM here in Columbus. But those of you listening in Tampa, I welcome you to Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM. We're simulcasting today in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa. Uh, this story is, I don't know whether you'll find it disturbing or not, but it's its very disturbing to me. Uh, there have been several of these cases over in Great Britain. Uh, several have started here in the States, but this is the first one that has been pursued to completion. What am I talking about? Here's the headline. Parents win settlement in wrongful birth lawsuit. They wish their daughter with Down syndrome had been aborted. Here it is. NBC News Los Angeles reports the couple wanted $80 million in damages for their daughter's so-called wrongful birth. Now, you hear often about wrongful death lawsuits, but now we are beginning to hear more and more wrongful birth lawsuits. Now, here's what happened. These parents in the Los Angeles area, and they're not named in the report, claimed in the lawsuit that the doctors failed in their duty to recognize their their daughter's genetic disability, which is Down syndrome. The lawsuit began way back in 2015. It was just settled. But their 2015 lawsuit named Axminster Medical Group, Westchester Advanced Imaging Medical Group, and doctors Glenn P. Whedon and Christopher Muller and Mia J. Sanders Madati as parties. Now I'm quoting from, from the news item. In the court papers, the couple said... They would have aborted the wife's fetus had they known she would be born with Down syndrome. They alleged their doctors did not completely perform the test showing their daughter would be born with Down. As a result, their daughter was born in 2014 with Down syndrome. The couple reached a settlement with two medical groups and three physicians. Court papers obtained this past Friday say. Now, I do not know the extent of the mental capacity of this Down syndrome daughter, because that that varies. Some Down syndrome kids are very, very savvy. Others, Others, not so much. But can you imagine... If this girl, born in 2014, she's now six years old, when this girl is, say, 14, and if she has the mental capacity, and she probably will to understand, she's going to find out that her parents had sued because they wished they would have killed her. Well, Bob, that's a terrible thing to say. They just wanted to abort her. Uh, the end result is she would not have lived. Her life would have been taken. She would not have been born. And so they went to court 
Now, court, the, the news is not reporting what the settlement was. They wanted $80 million in damages. They wanted $80 million in damages and a wrongful birth lawsuit. We didn't want the kid to be born. And now that we have this child that's not perfect, that's not the way we wanted it, we want $80 million for the inconvenience. Can you imagine this even being thought of, contemplated 20 years ago? Can can you imagine? Now here's, and folks, listen to me carefully. I don't know where you are on the life issue, the abortion issue. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. But now here in Ohio, we're Columbus, we're in the state capitol. Every year, we have a huge Special Olympics here in Columbus, Ohio. Is it the Horseshoe? Columbus Stadium, where the Buckeyes play. It's a big deal. Thousands of people. Special Olympics. Now, why is it called Special Olympics? Because these athletes are special. And the local news media gets behind it. Corporations get behind it. And they talk about how wonderful these children are, how special they are. We need to support them. And millions of dollars are donated to keep Special Olympics going. A large percentage of these children are Down syndrome. A large percentage of these children are Down syndrome. Now think about the gross hypocrisy here. The very same people, and and by the way, in America now, 80% of preborn babies diagnosed with Down syndrome are aborted. 80%. Only 2 out of 10 actually make it, are actually born. 8 out of 10 are aborted, are killed. Why? Well, because they would be an inconvenience, because they're not perfect, because... You know, we would have to, you know, we would have put up with the medical bills. And, and what would people say if we, you know, and, and all of the, the, the reasons why a, a parent would ab- abort a Down syndrome baby. And the very same, listen, the very same people who would support wholeheartedly aborting a Down syndrome baby. 80%, the very same people, come to Special Olympics and honor the kids that made it, that weren't aborted. And they stand around and say, aren't these kids inspirational? They are so inspiring to us. And and by the way, I'm not making fun of that. I'm not making a light of it because it's true. (laughs) They are special. But how, how do we get past the hypocrisy? If they are fortunate enough to be the 20% that are born, they're special. They're inspirational. They send a message of hope. To all of us. And again, I'm not making light. What I am making light of is the gross, gross 
hypocrisy of it all. This, uh, this girl, if she has the mental capacity to understand this lawsuit, well, honey, we, uh, we didn't want you to be born. In fact, we fought hard to keep you from being born. In fact, we filed a lawsuit against the doctors who delivered you. Because, well, we just, we just didn't want you. How are they going to explain that to this little girl? We're living in a time. We are not accepted unless you're perfect. You're not special unless you're perfect. And we have parents who want the perfect child. We have, we have the beginning of genetics where you can choose the baby's eye color and hair color. And rather than trusting God to give us the child that we need and to give a child that some in the world would say is not normal, a chance to live and be special. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. This is my life. I'm what you would call a freshman in life a supplier of fine coffee drinks to those in dire need. I am a driver of an unironic car from the 80s. I've got a girlfriend who is way too cute for me, and two roommates who never seem to go away. My future has very few certainties. You've built a life over the years, but if your identity gets stolen, it's like your life gets stolen. That's why there's Identity Guard, from the company that's already protected over 30 million people. You'll get the kind of -of state-of-the-art protection and information that helps you keep track of your identity 24-7. Identity Guard. Keep what's yours, yours. Visit IdentityGuard.com today. That's IdentityGuard.com. This is my life, and nobody is going to take it from me. That's IdentityGuard.com. Your identity is counting on you. 
was the worst moment of my entire life. I've been hurt a lot <laughs> in my life, but nothing like that. Lisa Turkhurst on Focus on the Family Minute, recalling the moment she learned her husband had been unfaithful to her and how God met her. I had a script in my mind, you know, of what I would say and what I would do, but the Lord was so gracious to me. And, you know, when the Lord encourages us to pursue Him, it's in a daily way. And so the Lord really does want us to spend time with Him every day. And I think sometimes it's because we think it's because it's part of the good Christian checklist to do. Yeah, sure. But the reality is the Lord sees what's coming, and He is so compassionate that He wants to fully prepare us. More from Lisa Turkhurst at FamilyMinute.org. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, a.m. 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Hi, I'm Jimmy Smith. Colorectal cancer is highly preventable, yet it is the second leading cancer killer of men and women in the U.S. But it doesn't have to be. So please, get screened for colorectal cancer. I did. If you're 50 or older, get screened for colorectal cancer. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interactions. It's important that we help our children set boundaries, to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation, and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. Thanks for joining us for the Bill Bunkley Show, regularly airing at this time. Bill's feeling a bit under the weather today, so we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Did you watch the national championship game last night? Actually, it was uh, it was a good game. It was a good football game. Uh, those of you in Florida, well, the team you wanted to win didn't. They weren't in it. Us here in Ohio, the team we wanted to win didn't because we weren't in it either. The Buckeyes, we got close. We got close, but at least... Our former quarterback uh, made quite a presence. Uh, Joe Burrow, what what a, an incredible story. Quarterback Joe Burrow, uh, Ohio boy, uh, comes to Ohio State. He's uh, first string. And then maybe many of you don't remember, he was injured. He, his hand was injured, his throwing hand. 
and uh, he was out for a lot of games. Um, Dwayne Haskins was chosen as the number one quarterback. Joe Burrow was the backup. And uh, yeah, that will be a controversy probably till the end of Buckeye time. And uh, Joe Burrow transfers to LSU, and the rest is incredible history. It uh, it was, at least it was close for a good part of the uh, a good part of the uh, the game, a good hard fought game. Uh, there were there were a couple of things. There were well two or three things that really stood out to me. In the game, uh, number one, the reception that the crowd gave to the president and first lady. All right. I don't care whether you love him or hate him. He is the president, and he deserves the respect of the audience. Now, it is no secret that I was not a fan of Barack Obama. I wasn't. But I constantly pled with my audience to give him the respect that was due his office. Okay, you don't like the guy. Respect the office. The liberal left has forgotten everything about respect and honor the office, and at times it's it's absolutely disgraceful. Uh, the president of the United States was given the welcome that he deserved, and and, and again, when Barack Obama went to a national championship or a game like that. And he was greeted warmly, enthusiastically by the crowd. I thought that was great. I didn't like his policies. I really didn't. But I thought, you know, this communicates a lot to the people of the world. That we are at least partially above the partisan divide. It speaks well to the world. I mean, the world knows we are deeply divided politically right now. Probably more divided than we have been in many, many, many years, maybe many generations. But we come together and we honor the office of the president. That happened last night at the game, and I am thrilled. Uh, the, the funny thing, you know, I, I I grew up with people saying, you know, you conservatives on the right, you're a bunch of hate mongers, and you're so divisive. Really? Did you see the the pushback? Vince Vaughn, Hollywood actor Vince Vaughn, was at the game, and uh, a picture was shown on Twitter of Vince Vaughn shaking the hand of Donald Trump. The Twitter's verse went crazy. Like, shame to see Vince Vaughn so casually sit with a known traitor terrorist and and I won't even read the rest. Uh, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. It racked up 9 million views, this this picture of Vince Vaughn shaking the hand with the President of the United States. And people on the far left went absolutely crazy. Um, who are the hate mongers? Who are the people that are... Angry. I mean, we got kooks. I mean, hey, listen, we have our fair share of wackadoodles on the far right. No, no doubt about it. But uh, well, anyway, so I was impressed by that. Uh, Lauren Daigle's uh, national anthem. I, I, I'm glad 
that a Christian artist was chosen to do that. I am very grateful, and she, she did a, a pretty good job. I, and this is totally off the topic. I just wish that contemporary Christian musicians would learn how to phrase their music. Most of you probably have no idea what in the world I'm talking about. If you have any musical background, I'm not an expert on anything, but I do have a little bit of musical training and background, just a little bit, just enough to make me dangerous. The phrasing just drives me nuts with most contemporary Christian music, well, contemporary musicians in general. But then there were a couple of other things. LSU won. They deserved to win. They were by far the best team. But Dabo Sweeney, a lot of people absolutely hate Dabo Sweeney. Well, one of their players was ejected, uh, a targeting call. And a lot of people here in Buckeye country say, well, that, that's, you know, because that happened to us when the Buckeyes played uh, Clemson. And he was targeted, and Dabo Sweeney went over, put his hand on his shoulders, and, and told this guy. This guy was furious. I'm getting kicked out of the game. This is the national championship, Dabo Sweeney. Put his hands on his shoulders and said, it's okay. Act like a man. Be classy. And that young man immediately calmed down because his coach was exemplifying class. And then when Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, threw that last interception, and it sealed their faith, their fate. After that interception, it was done, finished, it was over. National championship, national, international stage. The first time in his college experience that he lost a game. Do you know that? He never lost a game. Quarterback for Clemson. And he was deeply, deeply, deeply dejected. Dabo Sweeney went over, put his hands on the quarterback's face, drew him near. And I don't have no idea what he said, but you could tell. Son, it's okay. You did your best. I'm proud of you. Hold your head high. You did your best. Absolute class. A lot of people hate Dabo Sweeney because he is an outspoken follower of Christ. People think he's some kind of religious fanatic. I can say this. He played with class. He lost with class speaks well about his character. Evidently, not only does he talk the talk, he walks the walk. But congratulations to LSU, Joe Burrow, uh, Coach O. They deserve to win. All right, we're going to leave football, but we'll be right back. This is AM 880 WRFD and 104.5 FM. There's a lot for investors to be optimistic about these days. We've been writing the longest and best stock market run since World War II. The S&P is up over 400% since March 2009. But what about you? Have your accounts more than quadrupled in the past decade? The truth is that most stock investors don't achieve the same performance as the overall market, leaving two-thirds of Americans still feeling like they'll have to work after retirement. 
So, who's profiting from all those massive gains? What would you do if you knew that the big banks and institutions tend not to follow the same advice they give you? And what if you could learn where they buy, sell, and make profit? Take the first step by signing up for a free introductory class with Online Trading Academy. You'll find out more about our patented investing strategy designed to help you trade with the skills and confidence of the pros. This year, put financial education on top of your New Year's resolution list. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class in your area and get our professional insider's kit just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Senate's top Republican says a long delay in delivering the impeachment articles proves the House has only a weak case against President Trump. Bob Agnew reports from Capitol Hill. Minority Leader Charles Schumer says House Democrats made a strong case against the president. Now, the House of Representatives has impeached the president for a very serious offense. But Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says nothing in the country's history. Or our Constitution says a House majority can pass what amounts to a half-baked censure resolution and then insist that the Senate fill in the blind. If all goes as predicted, the Senate will begin its trial next week, nearly five weeks after the House voted to impeach President Trump. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. Polls suggest that the Democratic presidential nomination is up for grabs as the candidates prepare to debate tonight. There could be a political brawl on the stage tonight in Iowa, say observers. Less than three weeks before primary voting begins, there is no front runner. Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are sparring with each other. He's denying reports that he told her in 2018 that a woman couldn't beat President Trump. Joe Biden may well take shots from rivals who say he inaccurately described his 2002 vote to authorize military action against Iraq. Then there's billionaire Tom Steyer, who raised eyebrows last week with surprisingly strong polling. Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg round out tonight's field. Rita Foley, Washington. The National Security Agency has discovered a major security flaw in Microsoft's Windows 10 operating system that could allow hackers to intercept seemingly secure communications. On Wall Street, the Dow by 32 points. The Nasdaq dropped 22. S&P lower by 5. Oil up to 58.23 a barrel. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. The president of the Parents Television Council has noticed a disturbing new trend. Instead of children just being collateral damage 
to the explicit content that the uh, uh, the dis distributors are putting out there. Children now seem to be directly in Hollywood's crosshairs. Tim Winters tells SRN News. The stuff that, uh, that uh, is, is so concerning for parents when it comes to their kids is not just out there targeted to adults. It's now being targeted at children. He says it may be time for Congress to take action. Evangelical leaders are predicting a big turnout for Christians for President Trump in the 2020 election. Faith and Freedom Coalition founder Ralph Reed says Trump was solid on the issues in 2016 and remains so today. A study by the Pew Research Center shows evangelicals continue to comprise a majority of white Protestants. Black Protestants leaned heavily toward the Democratic Party and Latino evangelicals split. SRN News. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has said the Iran nuclear deal should be replaced with a Trump deal. Given that President Trump's relations with Iran have deteriorated and he's been critical of the deal negotiated with President Obama, it looks as though Boris Johnson is trying a new tack. He praised Iran at least for accepting responsibility for the shooting down of the Ukrainian aircraft, for example, and he also talked about dialing down tensions. But he did seem to be urging President Trump directly to institute a new deal to try to prevent Iran acquiring nuclear weapons. BBC correspondent Ian Watson. American Airlines is taking the Boeing 737 MAX out of its schedule for two more months. That means American will cancel nearly 20,000 flights in the first five-plus months of 2020. American's decision is acknowledgement of an uncertainty about just when the MAX will fly again. More details at srnnews.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. We that are alive caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It is to your advantage that I go away. In other words, Jesus is saying, you don't want me to stay here. You think you want me to stay here, but you don't want me to stay here. So my, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send him to you. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live, and I welcome our listeners on AM 880, WRFD and 104.5 FM in the Columbus, Ohio area. But it is also my privilege to welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk 570 and 910 AM. We are simulcasting today. In Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, I have the privilege of uh, doing my program, but also filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley, who is, uh, he's under the weather today. 
And I'm always honored and privileged to fill in for uh, Bill. And I know that you folks in Tampa love Bill, miss him. And uh, we're hoping that he'll be back on the air tomorrow. So anyway, welcome. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. That number will work anywhere in the continental United States, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. The uh, House of Representatives, uh, if they haven't already done so, I'm trying to find it on news sources and I can't find it. If they haven't already done so, the House of Representatives will be voting today to send over the articles of impeachment to the Senate tomorrow. It is anticipated that the actual trial in the Senate will begin next Tuesday. Now, this is only the third time in the history of the United States that a president has been impeached. Uh, Richard Nixon was not. He was in the process, but he resigned before he was actually impeached. This is only the third time in American history. It is unique in that it is the only time in American history that the impeachment was done by one And only one political party. One. Uh, And it's, it's fascinating because if you go back to the Clinton impeachment, we have recordings of several Democratic leaders who are still in the U.S. government who said if this was a strictly partisan impeachment, speaking of Clinton, it would be a disaster. Should never happen. Well, it's happened. Uh, whether you agree or not, I'm just I'm just throwing out the facts. This is the first time in American history that one political party, by themselves, unilaterally, has tried to remove a president of the United States and reverse a duly held election. Now, again, that's 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 not political. That's not partisan. That's that's just that's just fact. Um. It certainly looks like um, he will be acquitted in the Senate. We don't know how long the trial will last. But uh, what you may or may not know, uh, under the rules of impeachment, according to the Constitution and the uh, rules of the Senate, once the trial begins in the Senate. Now, again, most if you folks are smarter than the average bear. A whole lot of Americans believe, well, he's been impeached. How come he's still president? Impeachment is only a charge made by the House of Representatives. What happens in the House of Representatives is basically is purely political. The legal proceeding, the actual trial, is held in the Senate. So simply because Trump has been impeached, does not in any way, shape, or form mean that he will be removed from office. In fact, uh, there is almost no possibility whatsoever that Donald Trump will be removed from office. Almost none. But anyway, uh, the articles of impeachment, which have been held up now for over a month by Nancy Pelosi, and it's interesting because CNN, CNN today, Terrible mistake on Nancy Pelosi's part. Backfired big time. That's CNN. 
CNN is saying she blew it. She blew it. Uh, anyway, uh, the, the uh, House of Representatives will send the articles of impeachment to the Senate. They will be received. And it looks like the trial will begin on Tuesday. Once the trial begins, it's nonstop. The Senate will not deal with any other topic, any other subject, any other business, nothing. The Senate will be absolutely, completely consumed with the trial until it is over. They will not meet on Sunday, but they will meet six days a week. We have no idea. This thing could be over in one day. depends on Mitch McConnell and the other Republicans. Uh, It could go on for a couple weeks. We we, We just don't know. But the fact is... Once the trial begins, the Senate cannot deal with any other business whatsoever until a verdict is reached by the Senate. And again, it's a foregone conclusion he is going to be found not guilty by the Senate because of the uh, the, the majority of uh, Republicans. I mean, who knows? That could change. But that's the way it looks now. So uh, that's what's happening. The uh, CNN Democratic presidential debate, the last of the Democratic presidential debates, uh, will be held in Des Moines, Iowa tonight. Uh, The other debates have not had much fireworks. It looks like tonight there may be. There is a battle brewing between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it's getting nasty between Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren leaked to the press that Bernie Sanders told her, I I don't know what it was, but she is saying that Bernie Sanders told her, in America, a woman can't get elected. Bernie Sanders is saying, I never said that. I didn't say that. Elizabeth Warren says, yes, you did. Um, So I, I assume that will probably come up tonight in the debate. And, uh, If a real battle ensues between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, guess who is going to be the beneficiary? Joe Biden. He, uh, again, who knows? Speaking of Joe Biden, fascinating story. If you will remember, uh, back, uh, when was it? Uh, It was several weeks ago. Oh, no, it was last October. Last October, Joe Biden was in South Carolina. And while he was in South Carolina last October, as as you know, Joe Biden is a a Catholic. And he went to the 9 a.m. mass at St. Anthony Catholic Church in South Carolina. Well, the priest there is Father Robert E. Morey. And Robert E. Morey said, nope, can't have communion. You support abortion. That violates the teaching of the church. In fact, at the time, the priest said, sadly, this past Sunday, I had to refuse Holy Communion to former Vice President Joe Biden. Holy Communion signifies we are one with God, each other in the church. Our actions should reflect that. Any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of church teaching. Well... A very influential American Catholic cardinal who is a member of the Vatican's highest court has said that was the right decision. Fascinating. 
As a pastor, how do you go and make disciples in the digital world? You stream messages on your website and social media, but beyond your church members, how do those truly in need of the gospel know you exist? Salem Surround can help. Salem Surround can digitally reach out locally to those in need of the gospel and a great church like yours, even if they don't know it yet. With Salem Surround, you can effectively go into all the internet and make disciples. They'll come to you too. Learn how it works at surroundtampa.com. That's surroundtampa.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Late last year, the campus newspaper at Yale, the Yale Daily News, published an article highlighting the astounding lack of worldview diversity on America's college campuses today. Under the headline, Faculty Call for Ideological Diversity, the reporters highlighted four professors who made it clear. Yale stifles political discourse. In other respects, Yale's made a push for demographic diversity, race, gender, sexual orientation, and the like. But when it comes to political diversity, there's virtually none. The numbers for universities in the Northeast are particularly startling. The ratio of liberal professors to conservatives is at least 28 to 1, according to the story. Perhaps the strangest element in all of this is that conservative and Christian parents continue to fight so hard to get their children into schools where the faculty is determined to undermine everything those parents believe and have taught their children. I'm Albert Muller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. I'm Bill Bunkley and this is something to think about. Are you feeling a little paranoid? Is that feeling that somebody is eavesdropping on your emails, text messages, phone calls, and voicemails? Soon you may have a reason to feel even more paranoid. That's because Homeland Security wants to deploy traffic scanners everywhere to track and record every auto license tag that drives past their collection points. Then their agents can track you with nothing more than their smartphone. Folks, this is getting a little scary. 
Why? It would be very dangerous if we ever reach a point where the wrong group of people wrestle control of this country and use this technology to strong-arm us. There is a very good reason why our founding fathers crafted in our Constitution the principle of privacy and personal freedom. They work to keep us free. It's time to put the brakes on this idea of scanning our every movement. I'm Bill Bunkley, and for more thought-provoking conversations, join me weekdays live from 4 to 6 with The Bill Bunkley Show on AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Recovery is real. We believe in you. Every day, millions of people celebrate recovery from addiction and mental illness while others begin their journey. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Thanks for joining us for the Bill Bunkley Show, regularly airing at this time. Bill's feeling a bit under the weather today, so we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. That number works anywhere in the continental United States. And I would, uh, hey, I would love to hear from you. I was going to move on uh, past this Joe Biden story, uh, but it was not very good time management on my part, Um, when we're uh, when we're simulcasting as we are today in Columbus and in Tampa, uh, the time constraints are a little more rigid because we uh, we want to make it as easy as possible for our friends in Tampa. So we try to keep the quarter hour breaks as close to where they should be as possible. And uh, it was just it was poor time management on my part, and I apologize because there's there's more that we need to discuss here. Uh, Joe Biden. Uh, if you remember, it made big news back in October. Uh, Joe Biden has been a loud and proud Catholic. Now, folks, I don't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, a liberal or a conservative. If you're going to be loud and proud about your faith, the church that you attend, the denomination that you were a part of, if you use that to influence people to vote on you, then don't just talk the talk, walk the walk. And I'd be saying the same thing if it was a Baptist who was loud and proud. I, you know, I'm a Baptist. I'm a Southern Baptist. I go to church every Sunday. I've been going to church every Sunday since I was a little kid in Sunday school. And then you openly violate the biblical doctrine of your church. Don't do that. Don't do that. So anyway, I'm not I'm not just picking on Joe Biden. I don't care what his religion was or denomination. If you're going to talk about it, use it in the election, which Joe Biden does, then don't be a hypocrite. Abide by your church's teaching. All right, anyway. 
Last October, Biden went to St. Anthony Catholic Church in South Carolina, and he was planning on taking communion. The local priest, Father Robert E. Morey, is the pastor there, and he said, uh-uh, nope, nope, can't, nope, can't do. Well, it caused quite a stir, and so the priest issued this statement. Sadly, this past Sunday, I had to refuse Holy Communion to former Vice President Joe Biden. Holy Communion signifies we are one with God, each other, and the church. Our actions should reflect that. Any public figure who advocates for abortion places himself or herself outside of church teaching. All right, now, is this anything new? Uh, No. This has been the historic position of the Catholic Church for hundreds of years. This is nothing new. This is nothing out of the ordinary. And any Catholic who knows the teaching of the doctrine of their church, and Joe Biden does, knows what the church's official position is on abortion. And it's not just a minor position. For the Roman Catholic Church, abortion is a big deal. A big deal. Well, Biden objected publicly and uh, said he was treated incorrectly. And, of course, this was after he fought a law in South Carolina that would outlaw abortions after six weeks of pregnancy, including cases of rape or incest. In fact, at the time, Joe Biden said, quote, let this be clear. This ban is dangerous and directly violates a woman's constitutional right to choose. We must stop it. As president, I will codify Roe into federal law and ensure this choice remains between a woman and her doctor. Well, that puts Joe Biden in direct conflict to his church on an extremely important issue of the church. Okay. Well, again, at the time, it stirred a a huge amount of controversy. And uh, just yesterday, American Catholic Cardinal Raymond Leo Burke, who is a member of the Vatican's highest court, and I'm quoting now from the news, says a recent decision by a South Carolina priest to deny communion to Democratic presidential candidate and former Vice President Joe Biden over his abortion advocacy was right and just. And he was not finished. He said what the priest did in South Carolina was right and just. Would that more priests would act in a similar manner. Uh, He went on, I demonstrate that in the whole tradition of the church, the discipline with regard to not admitting people who are involved in public grave sin after having been admonished has been constant, and that it certainly applies to those who publicly support abortion and so-called same-sex marriage legislation. And he wasn't done. Now, again, this isn't just any, you know, average Joe Catholic. This is a prominent cardinal who is a part of the Vatican's highest court. This man carries a lot of clout. He went on. This whole matter is not a question of politics. It is a question of the moral law. 
The moral law applies to politicians as much as anyone else. If one is ignorant of the truth and promotes abortion legislation, that is one thing. But if one is a professed Roman Catholic who has been admonished that he or she cannot support legislation against the natural moral law, he or she is bound to be obedient to that law. How can bishops stay out of the matter when politicians who profess to be Catholics are giving scandal to the whole nation by voting in favor of abortion? How can they silently stand by he said. Well, good for him. Good for him. Okay. So, Joe Biden wants to be pro-abortion. He has that right. As an American, he can be pro-abortion if he wants to. In fact, he has a constitutional right to be pro-abortion if he personally wants to. And I'm not... Please don't misquote me in saying that abortion is constitutional. I don't believe it is. But an individual has a constitutional right to believe it is if they desire to. All right? And I'm talking again about belief, but anyway. What has been shocking is that so many Catholic politicians have basically thumbed their nose at their own church And told their church, I don't care what I've been taught. I don't care what you believe. I will believe whatever I want to. Um, and, and once again, let me reiterate, I would be saying this if it was a Baptist or a Presbyterian or a Lutheran or a Methodist who belonged to a church that took a very strong stand and then violated that doctrinal belief for political purposes. That's just wrong. Then get out of the church. If you don't agree with your church, okay, get out. Find a church that you do agree with. But don't stay and be a hypocrite. Now, again, this cardinal is a very high-ranking cardinal. There are a whole host of very prominent. You've been listening to Bob Bernie Live, originating at our sister station, WRFD 880 Columbus, Ohio. More with Bob Bernie Live coming up next. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Rougher shoving and sharper jabs are expected as a tight field of Democrats takes the stage for Tuesday night's final debate before Iowa's leadoff presidential caucuses. Just six candidates are gathering in Des Moines. That's the smallest number yet on a debate stage. The new dynamic will offer candidates more opportunities to criticize each other's proposals as well as tout their own. The fuel for the fire comes from the fact that it's the last debate before Iowa's results, which will give the winner momentum for the primaries to come. The House is expected to vote Wednesday to send the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the Senate. Speaker Nancy Pelosi made the announcement Tuesday. On Wall Street, the Dow by 32 points. The Nasdaq dropped 22. The S&P lower by 5. More details at srnnews.com. 
For years, Mercy Me has drawn us closer to God with authentic praise and worship, including their hit single, Almost Home. Almost home. Sign up today to win the Mercy Me Almost Home Getaway at Let's Talk Faith.com. And you can win an all-expense-paid trip for two to see Mercy Me live in concert in Kansas City. Enter to win today at letstalkfaith.com. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus. Thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches. I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Prayer oftentimes can be a very, very difficult thing, but we should never give up. The first primary reason God has in mind for encouraging you and me to pray is this. He wants to build an intimate, personal relationship with us. Not just meet our needs, but build a relationship with us. What does it take to build a relationship? It takes time. It takes talking. It takes listening. It takes expressing our heart. It takes transparency. It takes openness. It takes confession. It takes forgiveness. All of these things. When you and I come to our Heavenly Father in prayer, all of that should be a part of our relationship to Him. And so His primary, uppermost reason for giving us the privilege of prayer is to build a relationship. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Late last year, the campus newspaper at Yale, the Yale Daily News, published an article highlighting the astounding lack of worldview diversity on America's college campuses today. Under the headline, Faculty Call for Ideological Diversity, the reporters highlighted four professors who made it clear Yale stifles political discourse. In other respects, Yale's made a push for demographic diversity, race, gender, sexual orientation, and the like. But when it comes to political diversity, there's virtually none. The numbers for universities in the Northeast are particularly startling. The ratio of liberal professors to conservatives is at least 28 to 1, according to the story. Perhaps the strangest element in all of this is that conservative and Christian parents continue to fight so hard to get their children into schools where the faculty is determined to undermine everything those parents believe and have taught their children. I'm Albert Moeller. 
publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Thanks for joining us for the Bill Bunkley Show, regularly airing at this time. Bill's feeling a bit under the weather today, so we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. It is a wild, crazy, wacky world that we are living in. I say this continuously. If you follow biblical principles, you have clarity. You know what's right, wrong, you know, good, bad, good, evil. Now, and I try to add this, you may not even like it. You know... If, if you know anything about me, I hey, I believe the Bible. I don't apologize for it. And occasionally, I'm reading through my Bible, and I'm going, um, really? Really, God, you, I, I have to do, I can't. Yeah. Anyway, if you don't like it, at least you have clarity. When you abandon biblical principles, you have chaos. One of the areas of greatest chaos today is this thing of gender and, and sexuality. I mean, go back 50 years ago and find one single person on planet Earth. And I mean this. You know, how long has mankind been around? Well, if you believe in evolution, it's millions of years. If you don't, you believe in thousands of years. But whatever, in the whole history of mankind, man, woman. Boys, girls. That's the way it's been. All right? Go back 50 years and find one person on planet Earth who would reasonably say, you know, I would know I was born a man, but I really I feel more like a girl. I think I'm going to just start being a girl. I'm going to, I'm going to identify as a girl or a boy or, or whatever. This thing of... Identity, and then we have the whole pronoun thing. Just you know. Now, with that in mind, here is a real story. This is not a parody. This is not from the Onion or the Babylon Bee. This is out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's the story of Joseph Gobrick, 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 G O B R I C K. He was just sentenced to a lengthy time in prison. Now, why? Well, number one, he is already a convicted sex offender at least twice before he has been arrested as a sex offender. He's a registered convicted sex offender. Well, he was just arrested again because... uh, Kitty porn was found on his computer. Well, at his trial, he pleaded not guilty. And again, this is not a parody. I'm not making this up. At his trial, number one, he claimed that the kitty porn, the child pornography, was computer animated. It was not the pictures of real children doing the things. It's computer animated. It's like cartoons. And so, therefore, it was protected by the First Amendment. 
Now, according to the police and the prosecutors, there were some animated, but there were also pictures, videos, and so forth of children as young as five. No, 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 no. As young as three doing some incredible things. Now, folks, liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, can we agree Child pornography is bad. Sexual abuse of a child is evil. Can we agree on that? Can't agree on a president. We can't agree on impeachment. We can't agree on this or that. Can we agree that kitty porn is really bad and it's really evil? And that sexually molesting a child is just really, really evil? All right. So at least now that we we agree on that. So... He is arrested because of kiddie porn on his computer. He says it's computer animated, it's protected by the First Amendment, and so forth. But here's where it gets really, really bizarre. This is from the local ABC television station in Grand Rapids. This is not some whacked out uh, news site. This is ABC News in Michigan. And I quote, Dateline, Grand Rapids, Michigan. A convicted sex offender who says he identifies as an eight-year-old girl will spend at least a decade in prison for dozens of images of child pornography found on his home computer. Joseph Gobrick, 45, claims the images were computer animated and protected under the First Amendment. Quote, I've always been an eight-year-old girl. And even my drawings and fantasies, I am always an eight-year-old girl. Police said eight child victims were actually identified in the pornography recovered from his computer. Some of the images depicted children between the age of, I was wrong, infant and five years old. Oh, oh. Infant and five years old being sexually assaulted, court records show. Kent County Assistant Prosecutor Daniel Helmer said Galbraith is, quote, a danger to the public. Again, quoting, even during the trial, the defendant continued to draw. Oh, now, I, uh, now I can't read this. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not dirty. It's not profane. It's just, it's so sick and gross. I can't read it, what he, uh, what he said in, in court. Kent County Circuit uh, Court Judge Paul Denefield recently sentenced Gobrick to between 10 and 20 years in prison. Based on everything he said and done, including bragging about what he was drawing in his cell, he obviously doesn't think child sexually abusive material is wrong. This isn't just virtual. This is also real people being harmed. All right now, uh, he was found uh, guilty on three counts of child sexually abusive commercial activity using a computer to commit a crime and uh, so on. The defendant continued to maintain his innocence at sentencing and continued to insist that in spite of his appearance and in spite of his physical age, he has always identified as an eight-year-old girl. 
All right. Now, here's my honest question. I'm not being facetious in the least in this. If a um, 20-year-old man who is physically, biologically, anatomically a man, if a 20-year-old man, physically, biologically, anatomically a man, can simply say, you know, I identify as a woman. I do. I am a woman trapped in a man's body, and I, I identify. And think about this. Several states across America have passed laws that will allow that man, without any hormone treatments, any surgical reassignment surgery, or anything like that, just simply saying, I identify as a woman. Several states in America have passed laws that will allow that man to go into a woman's locker room at a health club at a gym, in the local department store, and use the women's bathroom or the women's dressing room simply because he said with his mouth, I identify as a woman. And much of our culture and our society are just fine with that. It's okay. You need to understand. He identifies as a woman. Or a woman says she identifies as a man. Defying the biology, the anatomy, and so on. Just says. And you got to trust me on this. This is, what is the difference between that and a 45-year-old man saying, I identify as an 8-year-old girl? Seriously, what is the difference? It illustrates the path that we are on, folks. And it's a dangerous path. Here at Faith Talk AM 570 and 910, it's our 20th anniversary, and we're the ones giving gifts. Become a member of the Faith Talk fan club at letstalkfaith.com, and you'll be among the first on our list to hear about special contests, events, and opportunities to win big as we celebrate 20 years of strength between Sundays. Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com. And thanks for listening to Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Bailey Greer Law Firm with principal offices in Memphis, Tennessee. If you or a loved one had a hernia mesh implanted after 2010 and experienced complications that required a repair or replacement of hernia mesh, you may be entitled to substantial compensation. Hernia mesh implants can cause serious complications that require additional surgery to remove or replace the hernia mesh implant. If you had hernia mesh surgery any time after 2010 and experienced complications that required a repair or replacement, call 800-631-7610. 800-631-7610. Across America, it's snoring season. 90 million Americans make this sound every night. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Introducing an ingenious Australian invention called Mute. Mute is a comfortable nasal device that helps you breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. Put snoring season to bed, America. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. 
They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. This is Charles Osgood for Exergen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick. But when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exogen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. You don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it. Now, that's what I call real value. It's long, over a 1,000 chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, 888-989-6525, or otaclass.com. Thanks for joining us for the Bill Bunkley Show, regularly airing at this time. Bill's feeling a bit under the weather today, so we take you live to Columbus, Ohio, and Bill's good friend, Bob Bernie. This is Bob Bernie Live. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, since we're talking about the bizarre, hey, by the way, that uh, the the story I was talking about before the break, I'm sure that some of you are going, he's making that up. He's making that up. 
Well, like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter, and you can download it for yourself. You can check it out. On uh, Facebook, just type in in the little search. You know, you open up Facebook up in the upper left-hand corner. There's that search bar. Just type in Bob Bernie, B-U-R-N-E-Y, live. You have to add live. If you don't add live, you're not going to get our page. Bob Bernie, B-U-R-N-E-Y, live. And when the page pops up, just hit like. And uh, there it'll be. Uh, And on Twitter, just follow us, at Bob Bernie Live, at Bob Bernie Live. And uh, my engineer, Jeff, he is so good about posting these stories. That whacked-out story from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, is already up on Facebook and on Twitter. And here's another whacked-out story in the religious world. Here's the headline. (laughs) You ready for this? The truth is so often much crazier than fantasy. Wife files $9.5 million lawsuit against the Mormon church. Okay, well, that's not that unusual. I mean, people sue churches all the time. This is suing uh, the the, uh, the Mormon church in the national Mormon church, as well as the local church in Oregon. This, this story occurred in Oregon. I didn't read the rest of the headline. Why files $9.5 million lawsuit against Mormon church for reporting husband's sexual abuse of daughter? Now, The story is not funny at all. It's just bizarre. Here's the story. The wife of a Mormon man who confessed to leaders of his church that he sexually abused his underage daughter has filed a $9.5 million lawsuit against the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for violating his confidence and reporting him to authorities. Now, here's the story. Stories about Timothy Samuel Johnson and his wife, Christine. All right. The wife discovered that the husband had been abusing their daughter. Intentional pause. I want that to soak in. The wife discovers that the husband has been sexually abusing their little girl, their daughter. So instead of going to the police, she tells her husband, you need to go down to the church and tell them. Get it off your conscience and go down and tell them. So Timothy Samuel Johnson, 47, did what his wife told him to do. And he went to a local church panel. Now, this was uh, about back in 2016. She told him, to go to the local church panel in Oregon about the molestation in 2016 to repent of your sins. She also said that he should get spiritual help to bring peace within his life and family. Well, that was 2016. In Oregon, they have laws requiring the reporting of child abuse. And they should. Hey, listen. I pastored for 25 years. I took the confidentiality of counseling incredibly seriously. It's a long, long involved story, but I had confidential information about a murder case here in Columbus, Ohio, 
Now, divulging the confidentiality would not have saved anyone's life or anything like that, but it would have been vital to the investigation. But I learned it in confidence, and I never told anyone. Because I took that confidentiality so seriously. But if I had a man come to me and confess that he was abusing his own children, I would counsel him, I would encourage him to repent, and I would tell him, I'm calling the police. And you should too. Turn yourself in. Well, that's what the church did. So he went in 2016 and confessed to a local church panel in Oregon. This is the Mormons. In 2017, he was arrested, charged, and convicted in 2018 of four counts of sexual abuse and sentenced to 15 years in prison. The wife sues the church for telling the police that her husband is abusing their own children and she sues the church because her husband is going to prison and she will not be able to spend his paycheck any longer. No, no, I'm not making it up and I'm not exaggerating. It's all about money. The attorney says clergy, that's the Mormons, knew or should have known that violating the doctrine of confidentiality under the circumstances alleged in the complaint would most certainly injure his wife financially. Get this. This candidate for Mother of the Year is more concerned about her husband's paycheck than the fact that he has been molesting their own children. It's about money. The lawsuit requests $5.5 million for Timothy Johnson's wife for loss of his income and for extreme emotional distress, as well as $1 million for each of his four children. And it asked for $40,000 to pay for the attorney. Yeah, $40,000 for the attorney. Quote, when she discovered her husband's sin, they chose to let the church handle the situation because they firmly believed that they could deal with their parishioners better than law enforcement. So in other words, she was hoping that he would get better, but he would keep working and keep paying the bills. Oh, my goodness. The depravity of men and women. Wife files $9.5 million lawsuit against the church because the church did the right thing in reporting that a man was sexually abusing his own children. And the wife sues the church. My goodness. Oh, it is a fallen world, folks. Hey, to those of you in Columbus, to those of you in Tampa, thank you so much for joining me. In Tampa, I hope Bill will be back tomorrow afternoon. But folks, listen to me, and please, wherever you go and whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen.